Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. And today on the pod, we're headed back stateside in the land of the free and the home of Survivor. Talking Survivor 42, episodes 10 and 11. Station to station, living in America. Playing that survivor now. <laughs> All right, let's roll it. Well, do you have any survivor or non survivor news here at the top mm. of the pod code? Any survivor or non survivor news? I don't. I, I truly no don't. No news. No news. Not, not a not a news thing for you to share. Not a single new thing. Well, I guess that's good news. Yeah, no news is good news. Is that <laughs> what they say? I guess so. Do you have any news at the top of the pod? No. 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 <laughs> okay. I saw on Twitter <laughs> a teacher. I thought you didn't have any news. This is more anecdote. This okay. is anecdote corner. Cool. Love a little anecdotal. A teacher, like a high school teacher who somehow incorporates Mm. like playing Survivor into the classroom. Uh, How do you feel about that as an educator? I mean, what do you do with the kids that get voted off? They become the jury, maybe? Mm. I don't know. Mm. That's the thing that becomes the struggle, right? Like, Like how we talked about like... For our bachelor, bachelorette, right. it's like what do you, you don't do? want anyone to be voted off. You don't want anyone to not be participating. You have to find a way to keep them participating would be the thing. And I think they immediately become part of the jury. Like you have everyone be if you're eliminated, you're on the jury. But, but maybe then, that doesn't work doing? out number wise. Yeah. What are you doing as a jury member? I don't know. Dancing. You become a background what you, dancer. What do you teach? What are you teaching, sir? Uh, surviving. I'm teaching island mm. politics. <laughs> okay, failed. Let's um, jump into episode number 10. Number 10. It's night 19 on the island. Um, There was a successful blindside. Everyone's like yucking it up, except... Well, it, all right, Mike, salty Mike, motherfucker, Mike. He's still—I mean, he got what he wanted. He fucking eliminated high, but he's still all like charged up about it. He's real. His blood is boiling. He's—we fucking lopped his head off like he deserved. He the says, "Peasants finally overthrew the king." And Mike really feels like he orchestrated it. That this was his move that he pulled off. I'm like surprised. It's already final seven. I mean. After these two episodes, we'll be rolling into the finale. That doesn't seem right. It's wild. It's insane in the membrane, some might say. Mm. Some might. Insane. Got no brain. Yep, that's what they would also say. Romeo, he's really feeling some swagger from the high vote. He's feeling real good. He's like, he jumped from absolute panic last episode to feeling just fantastic this episode. Yeah, I, it's really hard when 
characters that are on the bottom Mm -hmm. don't get eliminated and then quickly become ignored. Yes. And so it's like, maybe they're still not your favorite character, but they're definitely going to make it a few more, if not to the end. I know. It's like, I feel uh, that about Romeo specifically. Yeah. And Jonathan a little bit too. A little bit. Yes. Jonathan, I feel like has had a little bit more of physical prowess in a way that, I don't know. Saying like he's earned his spot feels kind of shitty, but yes, yes, but um, Romeo. Like... On the other hand, I do feel like hasn't done a whole lot this season. No, just like ate from the pot as they come to talk about. <laughs> when I think about the fact that Romeo is going to be where he's going to be, that he's going to be a final blank. No spoilers yet. Uh, even Final Seven, I'm a little bit surprised. It's like, fuck, Romeo made it this far. Fuck, Romeo Romeo's outlasted yeah. fucking Tori. Yeah, d- fucking, Our girl Tori. It's, I mean, not Tori necessarily, but we'll see. I ordered a bunch of Tori t-shirts for the us to twins, wear. The twins, Michelle and... Oh, remember uh, the twins? That was Australia. I know. I'm <laughs> the twins. Um. So, yeah, we've got... A little bit of a chit-chat between Drea and Lindsay, who are the two that now have an amulet that's a steal a vote instead of just an extra vote. Very nice. They're moving up in the world. And it, I, like, Drea and Lindsay are, like, my top two, so I'm kind of vote, I'm, like, pulling for them. Happy to see that they're united and have an advantage. How do you feel about this moment where Marianne is succumbing to scurvy? Oh my god, and her toenail falls off, but then she discusses the fact that her toenail falls off like three times every year. And she interrupts Drea telling a more interesting story. Drea's like, I have a friend who's a photographer, and he's taking photos of either her or her friend in, in, a, in some type of thong bikini. Yeah. And then Drea, Marianne chooses Just, that my moment. My off. My toenail came off like it does perpetually. She's doing the Christian distraction. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh-huh. What's the least sexy thing I can say in this moment to keep all of us pure? Exactly. She's like jumping in front of the horny bullet. Oh, uh, my God. That's Especially, exactly what she's doing. She made eye contact with Omar, who's like wild-eyed panic. Like he hasn't been this close to a sexual situation in his life, even though it's just Drea recounting like a story that even she's Being two people yeah. removed from but <laughs> <laughs> oh no jesus <laughs> jesus or uh if you don't muhammad yeah thank that's you. the word you're looking for thank I, think. You. <laughs> I think it is jesus uh, or other deity yeah um, jesus yeah, Eat some fucking fruit, Marianne. Uh. <laughs> you haven't been on the island long enough that you should have body parts falling off. Um, no, it happens three times a year, even at home. I don't have... And Lindsay's, like, concerned. She's like, that's not normal. Yeah, dude. like, who's never told you that this is bad? Like... So, yeah, my toenails don't just come off. Nope. Uh, but Marianne, she's still having fun. She's still real high energy. But I feel like it's settled a little bit to the point where people don't make a fuss of it anymore. Either we've all just kind of acclimated to her level or she settled a bit or a little bit of both, maybe. Maybe a little bit of both. She is hooking up with Romeo, not romantically, but strategically. Well, that's because the other five, Drea, Mike, Omer, Jonathan and Lindsay, are doing a little 
party time down at the beach. Making fun of Romeo. <laughs> yes. Because you alluded to this earlier. I know. <laughs> Mike thinks Romeo is real lazy. He says something about, like, if you make a cake, he'd be the kid who, like, licks the spoon or some shit. Yeah. He licked the spoon. And Mike, in classic hilarious <laughs> heat, he gets... He thinks of a funny thing of like, oh, the only exercise Romeo does is this. And he mimes the action of putting rice from the pot to your mouth. And then and cut, it gets a laugh. Well, and then cut to like 10 <laughs> scenes of Romeo sneaking handfuls of rice as the rice is cooking. He's a little piggy. He's being, but he's like tiny. I know, which often aren't the tiniest of us, the piggiest of us. No, but it's, it is humorous. Yes. But I, but then it's like Mike tells that joke and gets a laugh amongst his tribe mates and then cut to his talking head and he just tells the same joke again. I know. Come on. Guys. Milking it. He loves it. He's an old man he, who tells the same jokes 30 times in a row. Hard old man vibes in a way that I enjoy quite a bit. Hashtag gaze for Mike. Sorry if you hear me slurping some tea. My students and I played a game of mafia today. <coughs> and so the vocal cords are a little sore mm. from all the storytelling. I did a, a good blood curdling shriek. You don't think that you could do some type of survivor mafia? Oh, you could totally do a survivor-based mafia yeah, game. Yeah, you should do that next time and record it and put it on the internet. But the thing is, we were doing mystery, like we've done a mystery unit. So, whole different thing. Well, the tribe is aligning against Roby, Romeo. Or at least uh, the, 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 the swath of them who are partying on the beach, mm, dishing about him. That's what the face talk is. Cut to... Mike fucking with Drea. Smokescreen. Really just like not wanting to have ladies go further. Thinking that she's dangerous. But what about this moment when Drea's like, I need my water now. You better be getting my water. It's like, what is happening right here? It's because she knows people are just talking strategy at the watering well. And they took her canteen to fill up. Really? To They, like, took everybody's canteen to okay. fill up with water. And they're just talking strategy. And she so knows she that. She's like, calm. okay, are you fucking coming back with my water? Or what's the fucking deal, guys? It's a bold move. It is. is it's certainly a fucking move. Might not ingratiate anyone to you. Because uh, they look annoyed. They are. It's definitely, like... They know they're being called out, and it's an awkward fucking moment. Then we have Omar saying that Mike is riding real high, that he's really high on the high vote. And Omar saying that Mike is becoming that which he hated the most, that Mike is slowly turning into the new high. Which Mike I don't... is just doing drugs now, getting high? Getting high, high on his own supply. And straight edge Omar doesn't like it? He doesn't like it. He's trying to pray Mike's gay away. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Hashtag gaze for Mike. I don't really think that Mike is slipping into the high role or any type of like master puppeteer role. That's not Mike's vibe whatsoever. Mm -mm. It's a narrative that Omar cannot successfully push. Not at all. Let's see. What else do we have here? We got Drea and Jonathan arguing at the beach. Yes. Feel it. Jonathan's feeling like he's not appreciated when they're trying to do the net. Yes. Well, like, like this whole thing of like Jonathan's like. You know, I, again, I want to remind everyone that I need 2,000 calories daily, and my body just, you know, needs that as a baseline. 
Damn. I feel he like feels unseen and unheard in his hunger pain. Yeah, no one's listening to Jonathan. But yeah, they're down at the beach, and Jonathan is the only one with experience on this particular type of net, and he's just laying on the beach while everyone else around him is trying to figure it out, and he is giving vague, confusing directions. Yeah, like pull that there. More, you know. more of um, like confirming that they're doing it wrong rather than helping them do it correctly <laughs> like nope that's wrong and then nothing else and then like well like this nope and you know what I mean? like, like that's not really helping well, that's just show me Jonathan. Right. <laughs> nah, you're kind of helping in that I moment i don't really want to do everything guys i'm doing the best i can he's like laying <laughs> on the beach i'm clearly dying guys Andrea has the audacity to say, well, you could help Jonathan. And after everything I do, I don't want to hear what I could be doing. I'd like a little thank you, Mr. Jonathan. I don't want to know what I could do for you. <laughs> I want to know what you could do for your Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, don't ask what you can do for don't ask what your Jonathan can do for you. Ask what you can be doing for your Jonathan. Mm -hmm. Namely, how can we get Jonathan closer to those two thousand calories a day he needs? <laughs> can that please be the title of the episode? Jonathan's two thousand calorie needs? No. Don't ask what <laughs> you can do, do for, for your Jonathan, ask what your Jonathan can do, do for, for you. you. Other way. No, other way around. Yes. Don't ask what jo your Jonathan can do for you, but what ask you can what do. Ask what you can do for your Jonathan. Yeah. That's episode title. Ask what you can do for your Jonathan. All right. Shall we go into this uh, challenge immunity? There is bitch? an interesting thing that Dre is allergic to coconuts. Yeah. So she's like, fuck you, Literally Jonathan. Dying. I also don't. Jonathan is being a little bit of a diva. He's a little bit. A little bit of a diva. The shine has come off of Jonathan. And like. I guess to say, like, well, you knew what you were getting into. No one knew that you were signing up for no food. Like, you didn't know how intense this game of Survivor was going to be, necessarily. Well, like, It's also, like, it's it's fine for it to be hard or to struggle with it, even if you sign. You know what I mean? Like, yes. that's the whole fucking point of it, that it's difficult and that it's going to be harder than you anticipated. Or mm. even if it's as, it, yes, it's the level of hard I thought it was going to be. And guess what? That's really hard. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> It does, you know what I mean? It's like that's still valid, right? Definitely know what you mean there. All right, double entendre Tuesday, day 21. It's Thursday. So, before we jump into the challenge, Jeff is talking to the camera. Hey, you, watcher, let's chat. It's the do or die twist. Let's you remember? twist again, like we did last season. Do or die twist. Twist and time is here. I know that bit wasn't the best, but I had to see it through. So it's going to be an immunity. If you decide to play, the first person to play plays the do or die challenge. If, you're either if you, the first person out. To fall, out, yeah. Yes. If you decide to participate in the immunity challenge and you're the first person out, you have to play the do or die challenge at Tribal, which either results in you being completely immune or automatically eliminated no votes no uh idols or shenanigans can save you not a tostadas no tostadas cool and so yeah you have to like balance on a tiny little beam with your butt and back touching a 
beam with your hands outstretched holding on to these handlebars that are like behind your head. Omar's in his iconic ostrich orange. You're either going to hold out a purple rock, which means you play. Purple to play. Hashtag purple to play. Gray to sit. Green. It's green, I believe. It's gray. Is it gray? It's 100% gray. So purple to play and gray, no way. Gray, gray no, no way. way. Um, and so everybody show your rocks. Crazily only. Fucking insane. Only Jonathan and Lydia. Jonathan and Lindsay. Lindsay. Only Jonathan and Lindsay. I immediately am so disappointed because you think like, I mean, it's Lindsay definitely can give Jonathan a run for a mo- her his money. But if Lindsay goes home on the do or die, I'm going to be disappointed as fuck is all I can think. hundred percent. And most of the contest, like the castaways feel the same exact way. I feel like There's everyone's kind of... pretty bummed about the idea of Lindsay potentially like going home off this. Well, and there is a funny thought that it's like, oh, we are just cutting to the chase. Like it was going to be these two at the end of it all anyways, True. but not necessarily Lindsay being like, well, I thought at least there were going to be higher odds that I wouldn't have to deal with the do or die necessarily. Right. I wouldn't be the first one out because it exactly. wouldn't just be two people. So Lindsay does say that it's a battle Royale, which I don't know if you're polished up on your wrestling terms, but a battle Royale <laughs> is when you have the death. Well, it's generally like you have a ring full of people. Like there's a shitload oh. of people. It's kind of the exact opposite of a battle royale, honestly. <laughs> there's only two people. It's just a normal exhibition. <laughs> um, go Lindsay, two right? Definitely enter. rooting One for Lindsay. I feel like two as the pod, we've enter. just fully turned against One Jonathan and his racist. I mean, language. absolutely. Plus. I'm team Lindsay a hundred percent. And maybe he's a little too buff. His forearms look like honey baked hams and he's it's like scary. Massive. He looks like he could squish you with his, like a squeeze of his arm. When he's up on this cross challenge, he looks like, like <laughs> buff bro. Jesus with his hat pulled down over his eyes. I do say that they're balancing nearly like Jesus. And his body looks like cause Jonathan, particularly when he puts his arms up behind his head, his torso turns just into an upside down triangle. Absolutely. Can I say when he when Jeff says five minutes, I 100 percent they thought that they had been up there for like 20 minutes or half an hour. Yeah, it it, like goes to five minutes real quick. It's just it's fair because I think they're editing it in a way to try to make you feel how even a short amount of time is awful for this challenge that they're not going to go for two hours, but it's impressive to go for five minutes. Mm hmm. Um, Jeff says this thing about how the monster is always starving and there's nowhere to hide. Mm-hmm. Jonathan does these like weird squat movements where his yeah. arms are like <laughs> extended and trying to like, I don't know. I mean, it works for him for a bit. Lindsay's breath gets really ragged. She's doing a lot of uh, feet shaking mm-hmm. and kind of just kind of her whole body trembles a bit. They do make it to the 12 minute mark. Shit. Yeah. Do you feel like people of a certain ilk get off on like the biblical pain nature of this challenge? Do you remember Xander? I think maybe last season who was like, oh, Jeff, I can't believe this was the challenge I won. And when this uh, this one in particular, praise the Lord. And he like has his little cross. No, I don't remember that at all. Isn't it kind of weird? I almost want to go back and watch that get a sexual thrill through reenacting the pain of Christ. Isn't that kind of bizarre? 
Very much so. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, and then at the 12 minute mark, Lindsay drops. It's fucking heartbreaking. You hate to see it. Um, and she'll have to do the do or die at Tribal. Jonathan wins, and boom. I have this note. This is Jonathan knows Lindsay equals hashtag challenge. I have no clue what that means. <laughs> um, but with that, let's go back to camp. So Drea discusses that she just knows that she's not good at endurance challenges. So there's like no chance she was even going to put herself in the realm of having to do or die. That's Lin- a sucker move. Yeah, it's like lots of people being very thankful they didn't do it because they know that they definitely wouldn't have made it as long. Mm-hmm. And then you've got clips of Lindsay being like, fuck, why the fuck did I do that? Like, kind of speaking, I knew on- I was safe. Yeah, this idea of, like, I'm a very competitive person. And uh, just even, like, I think we get, like, this insight that she played football as a youngin. I think she said when she was eight or nine. Which is not the norm, of course. And we're not talking about soccer, you Europeans. We're talking about football. Like, tackle, bring you to the ground. Scramble your brains, give you ten concussions, turn you into a murderer when you're 50. Large sausage. Like, right? It's like like a sausage casing raft. The football? Yeah. It's pigskin. Yeah, exactly. I guess that's the same thing. Totally. I thought you were saying how the players themselves look like little sausages. <laughs> I mean, kind of. American Sometimes football. in their costumes, their not costumes. their uniforms. You know how in their costumes, <laughs> American footballers look like little sausages? Yeah, they're just <laughs> squeezed in there real tight. Um, but yeah, no, Lindsay is like badass and really bummed that but, she oh, let her like... That? Yeah, that... Oh, just that she let her like want to beat Jonathan outweigh her like recognition of the fact that she was totally safe and didn't need to participate in this at all. That's what I'm saying. We got distracted by describing footballers yes. that I didn't actually bring that, that thought, thought full circle. No, you didn't. Well, Omar, he, I love this sassy Momar, Momar. Oh, this Omar Momar. moment, this Momar where he's like, well, maybe you just shouldn't have played then bitch. I mean, one of the many moments where he's like, are you sure you're not gay, Homer? Homer? Oh my I God. thought we my were tongue. not going to have this conversation on the pod. You first told I invent me a time new word. and time again. First I invent a new word, Momar, a moment about Omar. And then I accidentally say Homar when I slip that we think he might be a homosexual. But he's just, you know. I don't want to perpetuate toxic male tropes. No, so he can Omar, be effeminate and yeah. not be homosexual. He's just no Jonathan or Mike, and I love him for it. But, uh, yeah, he's just like, maybe you shouldn't have played, cunt. <laughs> you know, he's just, like, real sassy to Bitch, her. why'd you even fucking do it then? Right, it's like, don't be crying to me. You chose to play against Goliath, honey. Yeah, like, why'd you do it then, Sweetie pie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Drea wants Lindsay to go home. Even though they're buddies. Um, it's like, I love her, but bitch gotta go. Right. Everybody wants Lindsay to go home. And, and she then... just needs that idol, right? She's like, I, I just need that full-on idol in mm-hmm. my back pocket. A hundred percent. Mike is still going for Drea. Lindsay's backing Mike. Lots of votes are falling for Drea in a way that starts to alarm me. 
a hundred percent definitely and then drea feels it too drea feels this like shift in camp like fuck i'm gonna go home she's being very perceptive and i think we've called drea on being super perspective perce- perceptive in the past but like even just like oh i'm kind of like watching people's faces and how they're going about things at camp and what they are or aren't saying to me she makes the stupid fucking move oh. of talking to Omer, which again, Omer is the fucking villain. I love Omer. Omer but is the villain of this season, though. Like he is, he, a villain. like is low key the villain of the season. He plays it off so incredibly well, but there is no denying that Omer is the villain of the season. He's like he lies. Yeah. He backstabs his alliance. He fucking like tells everybody's secrets omer is 100 percent the villain this season i don't think you're wrong he's always like mr machiavellian machinations puppet master willing to do anything there's no limits to his cutthroat nature to try to win and i mm-hmm. love him for it but he is he does tiptoe into villainy and like not like not the villains that you end up hating. Like he's very likable. He he's is super so, charismatic. So likable. Like you fucking likeable. love him. But I think he he's even, like the Sandra type villain. Does he even have a little bit of a meek smokescreen where like he has a different body language sometimes in his confessionals that is not the same way he acts amongst his like he's very purposely low key, I feel like. A hundred percent. Well, anywho. He's gagged when Drea tells him that she has a steal or knowledge is power and that she's going to fucking steal Mike's idol right out of his little pocket. And then he immediately is like, I need to go tell Lindsay and we need to decide if we're going to like get Mike out or if we're going to fucking tell Mike and fuck over Drea. Omar's arc uh, between these two episodes is really interesting because he's like on top of the world right before this tribal and things go well for him, this tribal, but he's oh, like hundred percent. He lays it out. He's got all the fucking options. He can back Mike. He can back fucking Drea. He can, you know, he can end up with Mike's idol in his pocket. If he so yep. wants, he's, he's got all these branching options that he can go off on and he's the one who can pull the trigger on it. Absolutely. And he is very much aware of it. But his luck doesn't hold out forever, as we might just see in an episode or two. Um, okay. Anything else before we head to tribal? No. Let's do it. Lindsay admits at tribal that she allowed her competitive nature over cloud her thinking. And then we get this like somewhat long description of Drea talking about like observing people talking (laughs) observing people nodding observing people going to the water well but not getting water observing 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 it's almost like she's like jeff describes it like a spooky thing but it's almost poetic also not a fucking good thing to ever say that you just like sit back and watch things happen and like you shouldn't let people know that you are like watching what they're doing. That's not good gameplay at all, Drea. What are you doing? Uh, it's one of those things that everyone is doing, probably or should be, but maybe you don't want to vocalize it. While not at all. At tribal wall, someone is about to be deciding to vote for you or not. No. 
Marianne has this way of describing things like she's like a 90 year old robot. Do you know what I mean? Where it's very technical, but also very rambling and long winded at the same time. A hundred percent. I said to get that out. Marianne is very unique. They, they're very unique. They talk a little bit about like the wink and nod system, all the nonverbal cues going on around and you know, you get this type of look and it means this or it means meet me at the watering hole and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan <laughs> talks about how he's got more options with the necklace on that people are more willing to give info and just more willing to work with you in general. I think an observation everyone kind of makes when they have immunity, right? Yeah. But uh, we don't get to talk too much before it's time. Dun, 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 to see if any of the talk's even worth it. Oh, I should have let Live or Let Die by Wings play right there. Meh. Do, 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 right? Live or Let Die. That's all we needed. Okay. That's good enough. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Live or do, do or let die. Right? Because it's do or die. Yes. Okay. You looked at me so confused. That's not how the song goes. That's not the song, Cody. Um, okay. So the do or die, you've got three boxes. You pick a box and she picks the middle box. One has flames, two two have skulls. skulls. You don't want the skulls, you want the flame. Yes. Uh you we're all feeling what high vocalizes. Come on, Lindsay. Right, right. You're not allowed to say that from the jury high, but you do anyway. So she picks the middle box. Yes. And then Jeff reveals that, okay, well, let's open one of these other boxes. The one he opens is a skull. Yes. So you're down to 50-50. Now, there is some famous math problem Mm -hmm. that is based around a game show where you're given three doors and then you pick one of the three and then they eliminate one and then you have the chance to then swap between the two. And there's some, one of them is the correct choice. And I almost feel like not, or I, I feel like swapping maybe is the way to do it. But both seasons, they did I, I not know. swap. I know. And Proving math wrong, question may, mark? Maybe. Or maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know. I mean, I it, mean, High also says you always swap from the audience or from jury. And he would know math. Just know. Well, I mean, he seems like a smart guy, doesn't he? But Mike is now the new high, so we should trust Mike? I don't know. Well, anyway, she doesn't swap. It's the way to go because she lives, baby. God, I love Survivor. Yeah, she's like pumped. Yeah, it was like a phenomenal moment. Everyone's pumped for her. Mike says that she deserves it, and which is a nice thing to say, I think. I feel like I need Lindsay to win at this point. I am like full on in Camp Lindsay. I think Lindsay has a pretty good chance of winning were she to get to the end. It's going to be so? so hard. Well, if she gets to the if end, she gets to the end. If it's going to be so fucking hard for her to get to the end at this point, Agreed. I think. Agreed. But she has a good resume. This moment makes it, sorry, this moment makes it so fucking hard, I think, yeah. for her to no. make it to the end. You're right. You're right. Unless she can pull some fucking wins, but we shall see. Drea chooses this moment to initiate her knowledge is power advantage. Mm -hmm. And she turns to Mike and Mike, whose head is just hanging in his lap. You can just see that Mike knows he's about to have his idol stolen. She turns to Mike. drops further. Right. And Mike, do you have an idol? Dun, dun, dun. Nope. 
shit. Also the same thing that happened last season. Exactly. Yeah, exactly the same thing. I'm like begging that they vote out Mike here still. Mike's but... all like, Perry, thrust, Perry, deflect, Perry, Perry, deflect, right? Like it's a sword match. Exactly. And who's got it? Omar warned Mike. Boo. I'm, yeah, Boo. that's a bummer. Omar. Fucking... He is such the villain. I, I just... called this. He is the fucking villain. If, he had, if it, the shoe was on the other foot and they did this to Mike, well, then it's gays for Mike and that's sad. I just don't want, I just like Drea. I love Drea. Well, so the jury's gagged and the votes come in and it's three votes for Mike and five votes for Drea. Boo. Drea, although, it, and then like this really interesting mm-hmm. kind of thing that happens where Drea's like, she's very jocular and laughing a lot. She's like, oh, I gave it my all. I went out fighting. And there's like a lot of love and hugs going on. Such good energy. She then, then like she goes around and kind of has a word for everybody. She does have a word for everybody. I think she tells Lindsay she's rooting for her. Um, and that's the only one I got. Oh, it's like, Omer, you're the only person I told about this, and I want everyone to know about that. Marianne, stay who you are. Jonathan, I never saw you as a threat. So which I don't know why you were gunning pe- for me. The whole but time. you were always gunning for me. Mike, there's fire in my pants, and only you can put it out. What? Isn't it, didn't she say that? No. It's in my notes. Okay. Um... Who else is there? I don't know. That threw me off. Romeo. I love you, baby. Romeo for Romeo. Wherefore out there, Romeo. That's next episode, right? Okay. Yes. That happens next episode, the Romeo stuff. But I just fucking love Drea's exit. Yes. Drea's amazing. She's a queen. We all stand Drea. I hope she has a beautiful life. And no, okay, but I okay, I just have to rewind quick. Did we talk about the Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art there Romeo moment with Mike? What are you even talking about? At the beginning of this episode, when Mike is calling Romeo lazy, and he's like, he says, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou Romeo? You just referenced it. Remember that? No, I don't remember that happening in the episode. But he's like, wherefore are you not doing chores? But wherefore doesn't mean where are you? It means who are you? Mike doesn't know a Shakespeare. Yeah, nope. It just triggered. I had to go back. You mentioned, you referenced it. I had to go back. That's absolutely what I was doing. Uh, Yeah. So I, I think Drea should be Jeff's protege. And well, because when she goes to have her torch snuffed, he lets her snuff it. Well, well, no, he snuffs it, but she says the tribe has spoken. She, did she snuff it? I mean, she pushed it down. <laughs> and she's like, no. 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 Very win. Very charming. I fucking love Drea. Jeff is like, I've never seen a moment like this. So he charmed her as well. He, she, she charmed, charmed him. him. Gender doesn't mean anything. No. they were. Everyone was charmed. Everyone loved this. We're all sad Drea's gone. Fucking better keep it together, Lindsay. Lindsay, you are my only hope. And then Jeff says that this season has the perfect mix of fierce, competitive nature and loving camaraderie. And that's what Survivor's all about, baby. Certainly fucking is. And that's episode 10. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with episode 11.
Welcome back to Survivor Cast International Survivor 42, episode number 11. You know who else is feeling that strong welcome back? Bruce Springsteen? Lindsay. Oh, she's so happy. So fucking stoked that she is not being sent home on her challenge, but instead comes back home back and home is the USA. reborn in the, in the USA slash, with an idol. Slash Fiji. With an idol. Yeah, she's very happy. She now has, she's like an arsenal of protection now. She's got the idol. She's, I don't, I don't know. I guess I, I don't want to try to list everything amulet. she has. Idol, amulet. Some other shit. Some other stuff. Her good attitude. Yeah. Her competitive spirit. Her foxiness. Do you think Lindsay's hot? I mean, Lindsay is a pretty lady. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I have a little bit of a hard time gauging what age Lindsay is in a good way. She's timeless, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Ageless? Yeah. No, timeless. Timeless, I ageless. Like the ocean. Omar does an evil laugh because everything's coming up Omar. Mwahahaha. Oh my God, Omar. You are so, like, if I didn't say it before... You wouldn't believe how much I called Omar being the villain. He loves being the villain. He's leaning he into leaning it. He's leaning into oh, yeah. being the villain. Oh, yeah. He is looking forward to tearing apart Mike and Jonathan. His next project, right? He's Now he successfully destroyed the High and Mike alliance. Now he's trying to wedge a big Omar-sized wedge between the super bros. Yeah, he is. Meanwhile... Mike knows that he's too likable for anyone to bring him to the jury. Mm. Pretty smart of Mike. And he decides that any it's gonna sooner or later Omar will turn on him because Omar won't really take him to the final four or final whatever, final three. Yeah. So uh Mike begins to align votes against Omar. Now, yeah, I I was going to say, not to break us out of the review too much, the dog of the pod can't decide if it wants to be in the podcasting studio or outside the podcasting studio. So you might just hear some struggling with that throughout the episode. Yes. Uh, So, yeah, I will say this whole, like, going against Omar is necessary, but it also really, really is dependent on who you trust and going to Marianne about it is maybe not the right move, Mike. I feel like Mike just doesn't quite know who else to go to. I am a little surprised that he chooses Marianne, but it's who he goes to. He pitches her on it. He's kind of just like, let me put the seeds in your head. Let them, you know, percolate for a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. Poor Buster. He's whining out there. I know. Um, Okay. Jonathan is a big old grumpy grump, and if we didn't hate him already, we really hate him now. I feel like I've completely turned any likingness of Jonathan completely upside down. Why do you say this about Jonathan? He's like being a big old grumpy grump. He's like... Irritated. Fuss, fuss, people eat, 
I'm hungry, leave me alone, I'm a grump, fuss, fuss. Mm, good description. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess, like, yeah, he's he's irritated at Omar's big move. He's not necessarily annoyed that High was sent home. He couldn't care about that. But he's annoyed that Omar mm-hmm. did this big move and had, like, this... Now looks good. ...resume-building moment in front of the jury. And he's saying that... He's saying to camera that he's going to hide his annoyance with Omar, but he's doing a really bad job of that. He's just, like, glowering at Omar when Omar comes up when I think Jonathan and Mike are talking. Yeah, well, and it's also, like, of course people are going to be making moves at Survivor, man. Like, you don't get to be the only game player. It's a perspective people have a hard time keeping, right? Uh, Meanwhile, Lindsay is gunning for Jonathan, her main tribal and challenge nemesis. And Marianne tells Romeo, Lindsay, and Omar that Mike is super paranoid, making it a little unclear to me of, I don't know where Marianne's alliances lay with Mike. I don't know where anyone's alliances lay with anyone, honestly. She says that she's going to sleep on it like meatloaf as far as if she's going to work with Mike, but then kind of goes and dishes the tea on him to everyone. Well, and Lindsay and Jonathan used to be like thick as best friends and Lindsay now and jo- they well, hate each other yeah the Lindsay split from jonathan has been building for a few episodes she's like this big dummy's gonna fucking sink my game i gotta it's distance myself from him up all right okay Shall all we, right. let's okay, open gonna, up that we're gonna open up the pod studio and let the dog in the pot and let's we'll see how much it affects sound quality come on bud I mean, let's get this door cracked a little bit and come and go Okay, Buster, there we go. it's too sad to hear you crying out there. I know. He's just a sad little pup. He doesn't know what he wants. I'm going to try and close the door. Just he see. just wants all the love and none of the attention. Okay, let's roll on into reward. Yes. It's a fucking obstacle course that they have to get to a key. You have to spin around and unspool <laughs> this rope. Go through an obstacle course to get two keys uh, to get your puzzle pieces and then solve a puzzle. Jeez, Cody, that heavy breathing of yours. Yes, that panting is the dog <laughs> of the pod buster and not me. So, and they are winning the choice between either an assortment of meat and veggie kebabs. Right. Or cakes and cookies. Absolutely. Last season, remind you, they did choose kebabs. Which seems like the correct choice. A hundred percent. I can't imagine. Yeah, I'm going to eat a bunch of fucking. Who would choose cakes and cookies? Well. Well, and they change it this season slightly. And they we'll add, talk yeah. about that. All so right. they they start the challenge. Marianne is fucking wild and out from jump. Right. And spinning around so erratically that she's fucking off the course trying to unwind her spool and giggling and. Just like a little kid spitting around in a field, having a good time. I'm going to say, before that even happens, Jeff, in like this gleeful, funny voice, says like, let's go, final six. (laughs) And it's just like a moment I had to take note of. Are you surprised that Jeff hasn't had some other career in hosting like a non-scripted show or I don't know? Like being the Charlie and the Charlie Angels reboot or something. No, I think I can totally understand his like, I am Survivor. That's his thing, sticking to it. Um, 
Jeff also yells out, Lindsay, tearing up those knees, bam! <laughs> like doing a bizarre emerald impression at some point. Well, isn't that when they're like, because they have to crawl across a net after they unspin, right? I think so. And it's so funny. Marianne gets to the net and she literally like unspins herself. Like she's not spinning anymore, but just to try to undizzy herself, like spins the other way. And Jeff's like, what the fuck, Marianne? Yeah, but she spins the ABC opposite language, direction yeah. as if that will take away her dizziness. Exactly. Okay, Marianne. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about Marianne in moments like that. I just, I get it. Some people would find that charming. Mm-hmm. It's a moment that I just can't help but roll my eyes at. I agree. Uh of course, Jonathan is completely killing it at the obstacle course. Yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan takes the lead, of course. Lindsay's in number two, of course. But then Omar, surprisingly, is at a close third to Lindsay. Yeah. A little bit unexpected. Um, Marianne uh, crawls across the balance beam where everyone else walked across it. She, like, scoots herself on her stomach across it. But then we get to the great equalizer. Once we're at the puzzle, it's really anybody's game. There's this moment when Jeff is like, sometimes it's just fun to listen to the sounds of the challenge <laughs> and then gives no commentary and for just, yeah. like 30 seconds. Okay. And you just hear the grunting and the All right, Jeff. the shuffling of bodies as they move through the course. Awkward. Yeah, so they're all on the puzzle. Marianne kind of starts to pick up some speed at the puzzle. It seems like she might be be in it at this point. But then Omar kicks it up again and gets like piece after piece after piece. This is that like three-dimensional puzzle where they're like stacking different cubes. It's almost like a Tetris style puzzle. The image on it is something akin to like a compass on a map or like, you know, it's like kind of like a legend type symbol thing that you'd see on a map. I think it is just a compass point. But um, Marianne, she just has one of the curvatures in slightly the wrong spot. And it fucks her over. It does fuck her over. Uh, Yeah, because then Omar wins. Omar wins. He goes up and gives Jeff a big side hug. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd be standing here next to you, Jeff. Praise Allah. That I'd never be a winner, baby. Oh, wait. <laughs> wrong show. And then there's this moment where... Omar mentions that he has a niece named Hannah and Jeff gives Hannah a free cameo, a free Jeff Probst cameo. Now, Hannah, Hannah, never give up since your uncle Omar didn't give up on his dream and went through things that made him scared. You cannot be scared, too. Now, any little girl who has an uncle named Omer can use that clip to motivate themselves. Okay. For free. I love it. If they're named Hannah. That's what I said. Any little girl named Hannah with an uncle named Omer. I think you just said any little girl with an uncle named Omer. Anyone who identifies as a Hannah. With an Omer. With an Omer. (laughs) Gets to be cameoed. Yes. So if you pick the kebabs, you get to bring two people to enjoy them with you. If you pick the desserts, you get to bring three because obviously the desserts are the worst option. And so Omer's like, well, I'd rather bring more people. 
Uh, what would so you in go, this situation? Would you go for no. more people, or would you go no. for the better food? Everyone would be a okay if you went for the better food. I think so too. Everyone would be happier with that decision. I don't want to feel like shit. I don't no. want to like. Yeah, Eat sure. A bunch I, of sugar I can load up on sugar now. Have a bathroom for another week. God. Unless the immunity challenge is like within 15 minutes of me eating those cake and cookies, I don't think it's gonna nothing. do me a lot of good as a 30 year old man. So Omer chooses Romeo. He goes treats with Omi- Romeo. Omeo, I almost said. Romeo and Omar eating cake together, and they're going to bring Marianne. And Mike. Omar says he's picking based on Romeo having gotten no challenges or extra food so far. Yes. And Marianne, because she loves tasty treats, and Grandpa Mike, because... Because the gays are for him, and they baked it for him. And he desperately needs a sugar boost. Yes. So that leaves Jonathan and Lindsay going back to camp with no cake, except for the ones behind them. Yeah, and they're, they're rivals. Two rivals back at camp together. Tensions are high. All right. So let's go to that tasty reward session. Yes. There's like, it's not slices of cake. They have a full on, just a full chocolate cake. A full chocolate cake and then a plate of like eight cookies. And they're not cutting slices. They're just fucking like digging into it with forks and shit. I mean, they should just use their hands. Just like... Oh, no. God, your disgusting, grubby hands. I wouldn't even want... I'd be like, guys, can I cut myself a piece and just separate it from what you're... I don't want your fork going in your mouth and then going back to where I'm eating. Looking at you, you, Mike. You're saying that you want a wine glass to scoop your own junk. Uh, Excuse me, where are the wine glasses for this cake? (laughs) the only way i eat it i'm a fancy socialite even on the island hell yeah cody refuses to eat his rice unless it's in a wine glass (laughs) so jonathan it's okay they don't give you rice this season anyway jonathan and Lindsay, meanwhile are kind of discussing strategy jonathan's real bitter yeah, and you can tell that it's all, like, surface level. They're both like, oh, I can tell that he's no longer working with me, and I can tell that she's no longer working with me. So we're just, like, yeah, they absolutely in don't, this awkward space yeah. together. They don't trust each other. Jonathan's like, well, I hope that I'm doing a better job convincing Lindsay I'm willing to work with her because I know for fact that she's not willing to work with me so it's kind of just a waste of time super fucking weird vibes really weird vibes back at camp it's really the only check-in we get with them and it is a little bit awkwardly edited like here's them at reward and here's a really brief aside of Jonathan and Lindsay and then back to the reward mm-hmm. Mike is worried that he's in trouble but he does know that Lindsay has an idol and he so stupid that he ever told Lindsay or that Lindsay ever told him. Yes. Uh, yeah. He fucking goes off and tells people he first off tells Marianne and Marianne is just like, is that all we get of them eating cake and shit? Yeah. That's it's so it. quick. I know. I have like nothing about it in my notes. Yeah. I guess they don't really talk any strategy. They just like eat, eat some fucking cake. You don't even home. really see them eat. any. Cook- I know you I- see them cheers with the cookies and that's about it. Hmm. But, yeah, no, Mike tells Marianne of Lindsay's idol, and Marianne is just, like, straight up, like, feelings hurt, brokenhearted, like, 
I thought that Lindsay and I were oh, really fucking yeah, tight. Yeah. But like, nope, I guess not, because there she goes. Marianne is like heartbroken. Mm-hmm. You can see her face, like you can see in her face her heartbreak the moment she realizes she's been kept out. Yeah. Even my comments like, oh, it hurt. Oi, it hurts. Yeah. As we say in Brooklyn, sometimes. Oi, oi, that hurts, mate. Like, like we say down in the Brooklyn firehouses. <laughs> oi, that hurts, mate. <laughs> I like that hat, mate. It hurts. Oi, oi, I like that painful hat, mate. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta put on the the pain hat, Marianne. The pain hat, and you gotta so funny. deal with the pain, Marianne. It's my mic impression. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Audience, yeah, audience, listeners, uh, same thing, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, Cody has pointed out lately that sometimes I just tell him that that's funny instead of laughing at his jokes. And we're wondering if that means that I don't actually think it's funny. Have I pointed that out to you? Didn't you point that out to me? I don't think recently. Maybe Pax pointed it out to me. I think Pax pointed that out to you. (laughs) Who did? Pax. Pax. Did my voice crack? Both times you said their name. I think Pax (laughs) told you. Okay. <laughs> Remember that classic episode of the Brady Bunch when uh, the kid's voice keeps cracking? No, I don't. No. Anywho, Mike is a big baby. Yes, he is. Breaks Marianne's heart, and he also rings alarms bells for Marianne by going after Omar, right? Yeah. So Marianne now knows that Lindsay has the immunity idol. And like we said, is very hurt to be kept out of the loop. And she has this whole thing of, I'm just not a goat to be herded to the end. I want to have my own active game. So I need to make mm-hmm. a big move. And it's spurred on because Lindsay didn't tell me about her idol. It seems a little silly. Acting out of heartbreak. Yeah. Poor Marianne. Poor Marianne. I'm always, I don't know. I'm always kind of flip-flopping on how I feel about Marianne. Ma, 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 Moran. Like, ba, 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 Moran, but Marianne. Mm, yeah, it's good, Marianne. insightful response to me feeling conflicted on how I feel <laughs> as her, as a player. <laughs> I mean. It does kind of sound like ba, 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 Moran, Marianne. <laughs> they both end in Ann, so that's why. Raggedy Ann. <laughs> Pepper Ann. Oh, no. Uh, what are some other Anns? Susanna. Oh, Susanna. (laughs) Marianne's playing a really great game. Oh, Susanna. (laughs) Susanna, Marianne. (laughs) I mean, I'm not the only one to just break out in random, let's turn Survivor people into songs, but... I don't know if it's always in response to a point (laughs) you're making about a certain castaway. Oh, you're right. Uh, okay. (laughs) My bad. I guess we're at immunity. We are. We certainly fucking are. It's day 23, and it's been the best, worst experience, but we're all still smiling, says Jeff. And it's time for a crazy fucking challenge. You've got to jump over hurdles, and then you've got to take puzzle steps and build your steps. You've got like three at a time. You grab steps. They only fit on each step in a certain way. Build the steps. Go back. Get more steps. Build steps. Repeat. Get to the top. Build puzzle. 
when you get to the top, mark? you have a like table maze where you're yeah. moving balls through oh, the that's table right. maze. It wasn't a puzzle. It was the like tilt table. And they're playing for Spice Girl status, Jacqueline. Oh, fuck yeah, they are. Because this will be the final five. And when we get to the final five on Survivor Cast International, we play the Spice Girl game where we talk about which cast member is which Spice Girl. Which... And they, of course, are aware of this. Jeff Propes reminds them. That if you don't make final five, you don't get to be a Spice Girl. We've talked about the million, but I will remind you, this is the Spice Girl threshold. And if you do not cross it, no Spice Girl for you. And then he popped his pussy. Yes. That's intense. At them. (laughs) At them. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, let's go immunity. Jeff. Not Jeff. Jonathan just gazelles over the hurdles. Jesus Christ. Of course he does. Of course he does. Um, Then they're untying their steps and building their plank steps. And Jonathan, of course, does take an early lead until... He has to fucking figure out how the steps go on the holes. Yes. And he can't figure out how to put a hole over a pole. So, uh... He really struggles here. Even the most rudimentary of puzzles seem a little too difficult for old Jonathan. Too much muscle, too much uh, blood going to the muscles and not enough to the brain. wonder if he has that issue in the bedroom. (laughs) You think his penis doesn't work? Or it won't aim into a hole? What if it's just too muscly? He's like a really muscly penis. He like can't figure out the right sized hole for him. He like goes around trying to put it in all the different holes. This is a bad joke. (laughs) Not in my nose, Jonathan. Meanwhile, whole masters, Omar and Lindsay, they're pulling ahead, really doing fine. Yes. Stair step puzzles. Not in my nose, Jonathan. (laughs) Jeez, too much. Lindsay is the first to the table maze. Yes. Followed closely by Jonathan and Omar. And Mike. Yes. And Marianne is just woefully far behind. But Jonathan lands his first ball pretty darn quick. Yes. It it seemed like for Jonathan, all jokes aside, does eventually catch up on the stairs. And it comes down to Jonathan versus Lindsay. Where it's like Mike and Omar do get to the table ball portion, but you know, you know, it's going to be, know. it's Lindsay or Jonathan. Jonathan. Like uh, it will be for every challenge 100%. in this entire season until they both go home. So the table, if you don't understand what a table maze is, they're like rocking it, moving it in different directions to move a ball, you know, through the maze. So it doesn't fall off and land it in a specific hole. No wonder Jonathan's going to struggle with this one. What is this? I don't understand this bit. I don't know. He just really struggled with it with the stairs. And now he doesn't. He does good at this part. But you're right. You do have to like you have to put the first ball in the first hole. You can't skip that first. Right. And And then then you have to move around it. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes it a little bit harder. Um, They're at this point where they're like at the same. They both have a ball in and then they're at the same difficult corner. And then Lindsay drops and Jonathan goes for a while and then Jonathan drops and Lindsay's right there. And then they're neck and neck again. And the then tension is mounting. Yes. It was fun to watch. You're definitely like, come on, Lindsay. You got this, Lindsay. Come on, Lindsay. At least we are. Then Jonathan drops again and Lindsay is able to use this moment to fucking bring it home. Wins immunity. 
fuck yeah, Spice Girl status. The crowd erupts. She Locked wanted that in. Spice Girl status so badly. No joke. And Lindsay now tied with Jonathan for individual immunity wins. She's just aiming to kick Jonathan's ass as much as possible. It's just interesting that you think of him as such a big physical presence on the season. You can probably now hear the dog of the pod snoring in the background <laughs> now that he's settled into being trapped in here with us. Wait, let them hear it. Sometimes you just gotta be <laughs> quiet and listen to the sounds of the pod. Now, I will say, uh, when we go back, 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 back it up to camp. Yes. Love to see Lindsay having taken down Jonathan. Wonderful moment. And uh, she's just really, really fucking happy to have beaten his fucking ass. She is. Everyone is now a little bit concerned about Lindsay's idol. Mm -hmm. Mike and and Jonathan, knowing that she's now off the table, start to target Romeo. And the main thing, the main worry about the idol is like everyone knows that this is the last time she can play it. So is she going to play it for somebody else? Is she going to not yes. hold on to that? But like, is she going to play keep for an Omar? ally? Which I mean, why not? If you have an idol and you're safe, why not fucking play an idol for someone that you really need in the game? But I guess it's like at this point when you're down to this few, is there anyone that you quote unquote need in the game? That's the thing. It depends. Um, Lindsay's just hoping to get Jonathan out. That's like he, you know, I can't risk him being in another rotation. If mm-hmm. he were to win individual immunity, he's my biggest threat, which I don't know if that's short sighted or not. Because do you think, I mean, can Jonathan win long term? I guess he's also gunning for her. I just don't think Jonathan has any chance of actually winning if he's sitting before the jury. I don't think so either. I think he's so disliked. Well, that's me projecting too. He like, he, he's just strong. Like, he I don't know. Thing. He's one, he's a one note player. He's just physically strong. He hasn't had any big strategy, I, but here's the thing for a player of that strength to make it to finals. Like, Maybe, is that yeah. the fucking thing? Is it like, I fucking provided everything. I won most of the individual and I won all my group challenges for my team. Like, and I fucking still made it. Like yeah. I was this big of a fucking threat and I'm still at the fucking end. So like, there's strategy yeah, in that inherently. Exactly. That would be the argument he would have to make. Yeah. <laughs> Buster. Romeo makes this comment that he's always on the chopping block. So he doesn't want to be anybody's backup vote. You know, he just he does he wants to be completely off of the voting spectrum this round. Absolutely. There's seen okay, there's a shot that I don't think that you caught, but there's all these jumping fish. Whoa. It was like a really good visual shot. Um, and then there's like it's really hard to track because someone's got extra votes and other people's got idols and other people's have advantages, and it's just like with all of this stuff going around, it's hard to like, I think for the players and for us as a viewer, or at least for me, it's hard to keep track of who has what and how that's going to navigate in a tribal. I completely agree. It, it's a lot to keep track of. And then we have this moment where Lindsay and Omar are talking to each other. And I feel like Omar in particular, but maybe both of them have just gotten a little too comfortable 
a little bit too resting on their laurels. Um, the vote seems just too easy. Like mm-hmm. they've got to just lock down, and that's always a concern. And then Lindsay wants to sit on the idol and not play it for Omer out of fear that if it is played, it'll go back into circulation, which even this late in the game, like you can't play it past final six. I guess you're worried that someone else could then get an idol and be able to use it. You can use usually use idols up and to get into final four. Okay. Okay. So like, I but bet the thought is, is like, oh, I bet this will go into rotation and then someone will be able to find it and use it for the next vote. I guess it is like 3D chess next level thinking of, oh, I want to think long term, mm-hmm. but you never want to fucking think have... so long term that like the person who's going, to, sorry, or, or think yourself out of using an idol effectively mm-hmm. or yeah, it's like if you're not gonna be able to use it past this round anyways, use it. Yeah. I mean, won't it go back into circulation maybe regardless if it becomes moot after this voting round? Potentially. Seems like maybe, I don't know, overthinking possibly on her part. I think so too. Marianne, in her feelings, really just wanting to make her big move and use her second vote. Uh, but Mike gets a little bit irritated that she doesn't just want to go along on the let's vote for Romeo plan. A hundred percent. Mike, I think, gets a little fussy whenever he doesn't get to play leader. And Marianne makes this comment that I think is pretty apropos of just, um, you know, people can feel that they're right on the cusp of the final five. Yeah. And they start to get paranoid and a little bit more difficult to work with just because they really fucking want to be assigned yeah, a Spice Girl. Like, yeah, I know. You're right there. You want to be Baby Spice, Ginger Spice, Grandpa Spice. Give me scary. Give me scary. Probesty Spice. Yes. Coconut Spice. All right. Island Spice. Anything else before we head to this tribal, baby? Just that Marianne girl bosses Romeo, Mike, and Jonathan into her idea of voting for Omar. She's like, she sits them all down. And she's like, this is what we got to fucking do, boys. I'm the CEO of Survivor Inc. And I'm the girl boss. And it needs to get fucking together. But she really does have to push up against like a dude bro unwillingness to enact her big move. Hmm. So she plants the seeds and we'll see if they take fruit. I fucking love it. Let's go to tribal. Uh, Drea walks in with this flower in her hair and looks just like... A goddess. Drea looks she fucking stunning. Um, she looks amazing. Um, Jeff says that he can feel the intensity of the tribal yes. radiating off of them, coming through in their wild manic eyes. And it's pointed out that that's because of this flip of like no longer thinking about who you want to go, but thinking about who you want to stay. Exactly. Your numbers are so small that it's about who you are left with, not who you're trying to get out. It's rainy. Again, another rainy tribal. Everyone's kind of like thin-eyed and squinty. They look physically thin and exhausted. Um, Romeo's got a bandana on his head. It kind of makes him look like a hospice patient. He's like very, very skinny. Yes, he is. Um, Omar coins the phrase survivor confident. That he's he's not confident, he's survivor confident. Meaning that that can change at any moment. Well, and this comes back to like this too easy of a thing that you mentioned before heading to tribal. It's like if you can at any point say you're confident, then you should not. Like 
haven't i mean we're on fucking season 42 well and omar what even is your says fucking problem yeah. man well, like even like every vote this season has been turbulent so if this is a, a clean sweep that'll be the first time this season even so you know don't, don't maybe there's it. something going on don't believe the hype the last tribal that you can play your shot in the dark is this tribal as well yes yeah, so it's a it's a game of lasts and then Lindsay goes to vote pretty much they come back. There are no idols or advantages or shots in the dark played. What the fuck, guys? Come on now. You were so hot and heavy with the shot in the darks earlier. And then the votes come in. Two on Jonathan. Yep. Two on Romeo. Ah. Three on Omar. With an extra vote being used. Omar turns to Marianne, gagged. Was it? You? He's also shocked as the votes come in. Yes. Um, he says, good job, brother, to Jonathan as he hugs him, which is kind of a weird exchange. Very much so. And then he says, I was survivor confident. And uh, that's what got him out. Yep. Yep. And he says, I love you guys. And I can't wait to see you from over there once I've showered and eaten a meal and laughed hysterically at the fact that you're still not wiping your butt with toilet paper. <laughs> he said all of that verbatim. I have it Chris, in my notes. I don't know why I always got to bring it to a scatological level, Jackie. <laughs> Disgusting. I mean, because that's the main reason I'm unwilling to go on Survivor. Oh, okay. Well, I don't need to dive deeper into that, I have to say. Well, with that, we now have our final five, meaning we can transition... Goodbye, Omar. We will miss you. I would have loved to have speculated as to which of the five Spice Girls you are, but it's not meant to be. Maybe some other time. I will say, when I was playing with the idea of Omar being in the final five, my Spice Girls were drastically different. Really? Yes. Okay. Do you want to go? So, goodbye, Omar. Bye, Omar. Let's play the Spice Girl game. Let's fucking do it. We're going to assign one of each of the final five a Spice Girl. Do you want to go first or second? Well, do we want to go like... Person by person? Yeah, and is it by person or by Spice Girl? I think by person. Okay. Okay, so tell me, who do you want to start with? Let's start with Mr. Mike. Okay. Now, I realize that the Spice Girl that I gave Mike... When I got to Mike, I'm like, okay, this is what I want to give Mike. And then I realized I had given the Spice Girl to someone else. Oh, no. And I had to completely reconfigure my Spice Girls. Okay. So I gave Mike Baby Spice. Oh, really? Because he's big and bald, and he's, it's just funny to think of him as a baby. Okay. Baby Spice for me is Mike. I got it. I gave Mike... Ginger Spice. Because he's bald? He's fiery. He's a fireman. Ooh, like, okay. had to go yeah. with the Ginger Spice Mike, Mike probably should be Ginger Spice. He is very gingery. Isn't it just funny to think of, like, his head on a baby's body, though? Totally. His 100%. tooth gap and his but Brooklyn there's, accent. there's a bigger baby in the group. Well, yeah. I mean... Okay. God damn it. I think I need to swap mine. Nope. Nope. Yeah, Mike is stick, so, nope. We can't discuss it. I think. I mean, I want to hear your original, but we can discuss. We'll, okay. We'll just, we'll go through them all, but then I can acquiesce to your better choice. Did I win Mike? Maybe. Okay. John. Okay. Jonathan. 
I have a scary spice. Me too. Of course. I did a quiet high five for the listener. He's fucking terrifying. He's he a is giant terrifying. muscle-bound white supremacist son. Absolutely. Marianne. Baby spice. Yes. I gave so it's like I should I gave Marianne ginger spice just because I then swapped Mike to baby spice. Because I like it'd be so funny to think of Mike as baby spice. I am like but I think definitely Marianne should be baby spice and Mike should be ginger spice because he's fiery and a firefighter. A hundred percent. This makes me so curious if we align for Lindsay and Romeo or if we flopped. I bet we did. I bet we did. I am so curious. Lindsay is sporty spice. Oh my god. He's fucking sporty and Romeo's definitely posh. Oh my god, I wish that you had not switched Ginger and Marianne. I wish that you had left Marianne Baby and left Mike Ginger, or given Mike Ginger, because then this would be the very first time we would have ever finally, like, fully aligned on the Spice Girl game. I think it counts because I had Marianne as Baby Spice, and then I'm just like, it's funny to think of Mike just because he's bald as a big baby. So I think this is the best Spice Girl lineup we've ever had. Jonathan is scary, Marianne is baby, Lindsay is sporty, Romeo is posh, and Mike is ginger. I think they all fit really well. Tweet at us your final five Spice Girl lineup. And if you want to put in some fighting words on any agreements or disagreements with us, bring it to the table. And with that, Jackie, you know what I want? What do you want? I want to fucking watch the finale with you next Wednesday. We're already at finale. Oh, my God. Isn't that wild? That's fucking wild. You know what I want, Cody? What do you want? I want to go across the pond and uh, watch some UK this weekend because there's big survivor news. Yes, yes. Uh, It's the anniversary of, it must have been, it was 20 years ago, I guess. 20 years ago, 21 years. Maybe, I don't know. Some, some, Some date. Catch our UK coverage. Go back and follow our other coverage. Hang out with us for the rest of the Whoopi month. I wanted to ask you, who do you think is going to win? I hope it's Lindsay. Now that we're this small, I really hope Lindsay can pull it off. I hope it's Lindsay, too. Who's your number two, if not Lindsay? Mike. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. Really? Definitely. Okay. Mike and Lindsay. I all think the they way. have the biggest chances of winning. I think I kind of actively don't want Jonathan what? or Romeo to win. So then, if it's Jonathan, Romeo, and Marianne as final three, you want Marianne to take it? I would prefer Marianne to win over Jonathan or Romeo. I yes. would want Romeo out of those final three, I think. And really? Marianne's too young to win in my book. Ooh, she is so young. She's so young. A million dollars? I know. So fucking young. If Marianne wins she would spend all of her money she'd like give it to the people that built the life-size recreation of noah's ark in like utah that's hilarious to build a second one or some shit she should give it to me for my baking business general upkeep on the first one there you go all right well i guess follow us at int survivor cast catch you next wednesday with the finale and uh be amazing if you want to be my survivor, you got to win a million dollars. Jonathan, Marianne, and Mike. Romeo never ends.
You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Survivor. 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 Vince is gonna win. That's why he didn't say her. Vince is gonna win. That's why he didn't say her. Vince is gonna win. That's why he didn't say her.